What's New With You Week is brought to you by Aftershocks. Welcome to the fifth episode of What's New With You Week, a seven-day, seven-episode, seven-guest special series with returning Alley on the Run show favorites. And today, everyone's favorite running blogger and the happiest person alive is here, Janae Barron. You know her as Hungry Runner Girl, and she made her Alley on the Run show debut on episode 50 last December. Janae was 37 weeks pregnant when we recorded that episode, and she gave birth to her daughter Sky not much later. So obviously there's a lot to catch up on because Janae is now leading a family of six. On this episode, she shares what that's been like, how her life has changed as her family has grown, and what the biggest challenges have been so far. Take it away, Janae. Today, I am joined by two very special guests all the way from Utah. Welcome to the show, Janae and Brooke. Hello, how are you? I'm good. How are you two? We're good. How are you doing, Brooke? Good. All right. Brooke, <laughs> is, this, good. Brooke is this your first time being on a podcast? Uh-huh. It is? All right. So, Brooke, here's how we start the show. We like to introduce you to everyone. So, can you tell everyone your name and where you're from? Utah. Utah. And what's your full name? Brooke. Brooke. And Brooke, are you a runner? Yes. Yeah, you ran a race a couple weeks ago. How was your race? Good. Did you run super fast? Yes. You did? Did you get a medal at the end? Yes. And was everyone cheering for you on the sidelines? Yes. They were? How did you feel when you finished? Were you tired or were you excited? Uh, tired. Tired? Were you sore the next day? Did you have to stretch? No. No. <laughs> no, she's a champ. She's not sore after her races. <laughs> Amazing. Well, I love that you have a little runner on your hands. Brooke, are you oh going to grow up and run marathons like your mom? Yes. You are? I love that. Well, you're on your tell way. Her, tell her what you start tomorrow. A horsey lesson. You're Horse lesson. What? So oh, yeah. You're going to ride horses and everything? Uh-huh. That's awesome. <laughs> Tomorrow. Are so you we're excited? Gonna see... Oh, are you excited? Yeah. Wow, that's Uh-oh. so cool. I want to ride horses. Maybe maybe your parents will get you a horse if you're good at the end of your lessons. Allie. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh. that would be crazy. But that's really exciting. You're really brave for doing that. Say thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, she is off to the park now. But she Amazing. just wanted to say hi. Okay, Brooke, thanks, thanks for coming on everyone? the show. <laughs> okay, so Allie, she wants to say forever. Can you say goodbye? Goodbye. Bye, Brooke. <laughs> Have a good day. Awesome. Amazing. Thanks for letting her do that. She wanted to be in, included on this. That is amazing. She's officially the youngest guest on the Alley on the Run show, so she's she's setting records here. I am so proud. <laughs> I am so proud of her. Amazing. I am too. She did great. So, and now we have Janae. So, Janae, remind everyone, yes. you're back on the show. Remind everyone who you are, where you're from, and what you do. Okay, I'm Janae Barron, and I am from Utah, and I am a mom. I have two little girls and a stepson, and... I love to run all the time and blog about it and force social media channels to hear all about 
my running. <laughs> Yay. Well, I'm excited to have you back. Brooke, of course, our special guest is your older daughter. And the last time we talked was exciting. We talked in December and you were 37 weeks pregnant. And I'm pretty sure you had Sky literally like the next day. <laughs> yes, I had her right at 39 weeks. So it wasn't that soon after. I mean, it was Boom, boom, right there. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. Well, that's and exciting too because Sky, Sky was just like not an idea at the time because she existed, but we didn't have a name for her. We didn't know oh. anything about her yet. So now it's fun to get to talk about her. You're now a family of six. I know. I know. Thank you for remembering Bretta and that. Oh, Andrew yeah. very happy. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that's the thing. It's funny because when we were announcing that I was pregnant, I yes. felt like I had to word it so carefully because I was like, it's natural for me to say we're becoming a family of four, but I was like, most people are going to think I'm having twins if I say that <laughs> because most people's inclination is not to obviously count our firstborn, which is Ellie. And so, Ellie. yes, obviously count the dogs there. So how know. did you say it? I just Did said like I just said like plus one coming soon or something. Her, oh, that's the way yeah. to do it. Okay, because yeah, like you're not getting the confusion. And there exactly. we go. Exactly. So, well, I'm super happy for you. So, you're a family of six. Tell me about adjusting to having one more child in the family. What have been the easy parts, the hard parts, and the surprising parts? Awesome. Okay, so the easy part is the fact that I'm already doing the mom stuff all day. You know what I mean? So it's not like I'm already doing all that stuff. So it's kind of like, oh, you just add one more to the clan and let's go. Let's get out, you know, or let's do things. And so that's kind of been the easy part. Like it hasn't been a big adjustment going from the two to the three because we're already in mom, you know, I'm already in mom mode most of the day doing things. Um, the hard part is the sleep. And I hate to say that to you as you're just entering this world, but it's kind of hard. <laughs> I miss sleep. <laughs> So are you still up a lot during the night with Sky? I mean, not. we're starting to do a little bit better with sleep training, but I'm not very good at the crying it out thing. Mm. My heart just like crumbles into pieces when she's crying. And I'm like, well, of course I'm going to feed you. I'm already awake. Like, let's do this. But um, but I'm, I'm working on it. You know, our pediatrician is like, nope, she needs to sleep. And so like last night she slept from 10 to 6, which was really good. Um, but usually there's like a four, sometimes a 3 a.m. wake up call. And I'm not that person that's like, oh, yeah, I can slide by with six hours of sleep. Great. I'm the person where I'm like, I do best when I have nine hours of sleep. Yeah. <laughs> so we're just adjusting to that. And Andrew's a huge help, too. So I can't even, I'm not complaining. It's just, it's just a new, you know, a reminder of what life feels like to just not sleep very much. <laughs> and with Brooke, when she was little, I could just nap when she was napping, you know, when she was a baby, but you know, you can't do that anymore. So, but you get that chance to, you take naps when you can. Oh, that little and I will. And you know, don't let him forget. <laughs> part of me is like, Janae, I want you to get sleep. I hope Sky is sleeping through the night soon. And part of me is like, no, Sky, keep her up all night. So I have someone to text when I'm up at 2 a.m. and have like so questions true. about things. So, you know. Oh, that's so true. But you're <laughs> ahead of me. Yeah. Anyways, so yeah, we'll figure this we'll figure out. out. We'll or just, figure it out. I'll leave the volume on my phone and you can just keep waking me up in the night. Perfect. And it's like a win-win. <laughs> what has been the biggest surprise about adding a baby to the family? Oh, the biggest surprise? I think you get in that like, 
leading up to having Sky, I was I haven't been around a lot of newborns or like any lately. And I was kind of just nervous, like, how do you hold them? They're so little, they're so fragile. I'm used to these like big kids that I can like tickle and run around with and like am I going to be okay like with a newborn again? And it just like, as soon as they put her on me right after having her, it's like that instinct or that natural feeling just comes in and it's like, Oh, okay. I can do this again. You know, there's a lot of anxiety leading up to it and it's like, Oh no, I, I got this. Like I know how to do it. So I think that's been a surprise and it's been a surprise seeing how Brooke and Knox love her. You know, the first few weeks and months they weren't like, super interested in her but lately they think she is so funny and so cool and they love to like help feed her her bananas or whatever she's eating and they love to Brooke talks to her about their bunk beds that they're gonna have soon soon as in like a few years but <laughs> she's already got like them picked out and just like seeing that interaction interaction and kind of feeling like it all blend a little bit better um because Sky has like a piece of all of us which if you haven't listened to my previous podcast, so um, Andrew and I got married two years ago and we each had a child. And so we've been working on blending and things. And I think having Sky together is kind of all blended and all a little bit better all together, if that makes sense. I love that. Yeah, that's so wonderful. So with Sky being the first child you and Andrew have had together, tell me about yes. that. Tell me about, you know, you guys got to see each other become parents together. I mean, not become parents, but whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like you guys got to have a baby together, which is also really cool. So tell me about that and how that impacted your marriage. Totally. So that was something like, once again, marriage is hard. There's hard parts. There's more amazing parts, but there's hard parts. And that was something that was hard for me is like feeling like we both had shared that with like other people, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And we hadn't leading up to having Sky, we hadn't shared that together. Like it's both, we had that, you know, with our previous marriages and I was like, I want to share that, like having a baby together and I want to feel that, you know? And so having her together was like huge for us. It was so great because we got to experience that and, um, and see that and work together and he's such a help. And obviously like things obviously weren't great in my first marriage is when Brooke was a baby and things like that. And so it's like night and day with um, this experience of like having a newborn and having so much help and like, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so it's been really good for us. And yeah, it's just so fun to see him be a dad to her, you know? Yeah. So. And tell me how, I actually don't know this. How did you come up with the name Sky? So we are wanting to keep up with like a one syllable name because Brooke and Knox, they're oh, yeah. both one syllable. So we're like, okay, let's think of a one syllable name and Andrew, I forgot what his first name was that he said. And I was like, no, 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 no. We're not doing that. <laughs> and then his second name was like, what about Sky? And it was just like, yeah, that's it. I was 20. It was right after we found out that she was a girl. And he came up with that idea. And I was like, uh, yeah, that's perfect. And we never wavered since then. We changed the middle name. We were going to have a different name. And then we're like, how can we like tie in family? So we actually used my mom's middle name, Joe, J-O, as her middle name. So then we have a little piece of my mom there too. Oh, I love it. Yes. And 
Let's talk about running because I'm okay. obsessed with this topic. I'm like so oh. selfish in all my podcasts right now because I just want to be like, all right, so tell me about running after pregnancy. I'm like, I'm like a sponge right now. Oh. So tell Soak me about, <laughs> tell me about returning to running after you had Sky and you ran throughout your pregnancy with Sky, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. So Let's tell me about, so. tell me about like those last few weeks and then the recovery. Okay. So the last few weeks of pregnancy I was feeling like the best I had my entire pregnancy I don't know why I don't know how but it just somehow it worked um I wasn't feeling nauseated and I was just maybe it's because like the end is near and so you you just have a even better um like attitude about it all and so those last few weeks were doing great and um I think I ran like three miles the day before I had her maybe two somewhere around there on the treadmill and then the day I like you know, had her, obviously there was not going to be any running happening because I felt terrible, but uh, I mean, I felt great. It's going to feel so good, Allie. Like <laughs> you're going to feel like a million bucks and it's just fabulous. It's fine. But, um, the, I will say the labor and the delivery is the part that I'm like not stressing about. So. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm oh, good there. Set. Yeah. Oh, good. I just okay. feel like it. it's going to be fine. Like the baby's going to totally. come out some way or another. Regardless. It's going to be fine. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yep. That's a good attitude because that's what's going to happen. Well, it's, so. it's easy to say at 23 weeks. I've still got a lot of time, but for oh, now, you yeah. So cute, by the way. <laughs> every time you have a little update, it just makes me my day. So keep those up because you do. are making us all happy. <laughs> so then after um, I had her, I was determined to wait six weeks to run. Um, and I know some women can run fast again at, right after they have a baby, but for me, with Brooke, I started running too soon and I just like had a bunch of pelvic problems and I just didn't, it didn't feel great for a long time. So I was like, I am letting my body recover. I took six weeks completely off of running, which is very hard for me because that's my thing. You know, I love it. And instead I just like soaked up that newborn time. I stayed in bed a lot of the day. <laughs> I watched like almost the entire series of friends all over again and Gilmore Girls. I just, I really soaked in that, like, you just lay there and cuddle with that baby and learn how to feed them and help them to sleep and all that stuff. And then at six weeks, I went on my first run and um, it felt amazing in the sense of I wasn't carrying around a baby um, in front of me. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't have a weighted vest on me anymore. Um, so that felt really good to like not be carrying all of that anymore. But then it also didn't feel so great with like your new nursing breasts and trying to like find a sports bra for that. That doesn't shape you to death. And um, just, you know, you lose fitness and that's fine. That's part of the thing. But, but yeah, so coming back has been a little bit harder than it did with Brooke for Brooke. Um, besides the pelvic problems and things like I kind of picked up my speed uh, really quick. And I'm wondering if that's because I didn't have older kids. So I was able to like rest more and um, have more downtime so that I could run hard or if I'm just getting older or who knows, whatever. And so it's taken a little bit of time. Last week I went to the track and did a workout and I was like, okay, I kind of feel like myself again. So she's almost seven months old and it just, it takes time. It really does. I'm learning patience. So, um, don't beat yourself up out there if you're struggling <laughs> with coming back after a baby or after an injury or time away, whatever it may be. It just takes time, but 
running is always there for you. So so tell me yeah. about that six-week period where you're waiting. Because I have to imagine that like the first week or so is just overwhelming. Like you're in total baby mode. But for someone yeah. like you and someone like me where running and working out is so a part of your daily routine. It's like wake up, work out. Did totally. it? So tell me about that emotionally and physically. Like I have to imagine there were days that you were just itching to get out there, but your six weeks weren't up. So tell me what that was like. Totally. So we had Sky in December, December 8th. And so those six weeks between December 8th and January, whatever, are like filled with the holidays, obviously, and terrible weather in Utah, like disgusting weather. I mean, it's cold, it's icy, it's just awful. So in that sense, it wasn't as hard because it wasn't like, oh my goodness, the flowers are blooming, mm-hmm. it's sunshine. Like, I, you don't really want to be outside. So I probably would have been on the treadmill anyways. Um, and so that made it a little bit nicer. But after like the first week, two weeks where you're just like, your body just doesn't even really feel like (laughs) moving around that much, at least mine didn't. So that was easy. But then I kind of did like a little routine of like, I get up, feed her, and then I would walk on the treadmill for like two or three miles just to like get some movement going and things like that to kind of help with the routine. Um, But at the same time, it wasn't so hard because I had the motivation of like, I don't want to feel the pain I did after Brooke. So like, I've got to be smart. So just, I just tried to do something else like walking and when are you doing again, you're 23 weeks. So that puts you at October 23rd, October 23rd. So you're going to still be able to go out with a stroller and walk like those first few weeks and things like that. It's not going to be too cold. So, um, so that'll be nice. Like to just get outside. Cause I think that was probably the hardest part of that first six weeks is I was terrified of her getting RSV or something like that. Um, it gets really bad here in Utah. And so I, we kind of just kept her homebound for the first two months. She never really left. And so that was the hardest part for me is like, I love doing things and getting out of the house. So not getting out of the house as much, that was kind of more tough for me than, but then at the same time, like during pregnancy, I think I have like the opposite of postpartum depression. I think I get, um, pregnancy. I get really sad when I'm pregnant. Like I just was not feeling like myself at all. Um, the last few weeks started to get better. But then once I had her and my hormones kind of got a little bit more normal, I was like, oh, wow, like life's good again. <laughs> like I feel great. I feel happy. And and so that made that time easier, too, because I was used to kind of feeling sad for a while that the hormone shift like helped me to feel better. So I wasn't as reliant on running for my mood, you know, because right. I was feeling better in the first place. So, yeah. What was the sadness during pregnancy? Uh, you know, I think it's hormones for yeah. me. It was just sadness of like, I just saw things kind of with like a gray filter, if mm. that makes sense yeah. at all. It's just like, I wasn't, I didn't feel my same way. Like things in it, the little things in life, like a bag of Skittles or like going, you know, a sunshine day, like it didn't make me feel the way it does normally. Mm. You know, it was just yeah. kind of, I just felt tired all the time and I was so sick. I was throwing up a lot and, you know, but whatever, it's beyond worth it. Um, but yeah, it just kind of like a heads up for my next pregnancy going into it. Just a reminder of like, okay, this is, this is possible. So like, let's keep an eye on everything and make sure I'm doing okay. And, you know, cause I didn't, I don't think I had that as much with Brooke. They say that like, if you've, um, if there's different 
the different sperm <laughs> or whatever, the different hormones involved in that can actually affect your hormones. So, you know, two different dads, I'd never experienced pregnancy with Andrew. And so who knows, like maybe that hormone mix kind of made me huh. a little bit more sad. I don't know. It was That's strange. really interesting. Totally. Cause huh. there was nothing drastic going on in my life at all. It's not like I had, you know, a reason to feel sad at all. It was just those hormones. They're strong. Yeah, this is the first week that I felt them this past week. Brian said to me last night, he was like, this has all been great so far. He's like, but this week it has been scary to be your husband. No, just so many <laughs> tears and just... Oh. Not e- no, not tears, like rage. Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think I shed a single tear. I just hated everyone this week. Like, totally. the things that I was yelling out my car window at people not using their <laughs> blinkers, like, I... I ra- I got in an actual confrontation with a person in a group fitness class. Granted, he yelled at me first oh, for no yeah. reason. He, he deserved it. <laughs> it was a group fitness class, and he yelled at me for being on his machine. Are you kidding me? Mind you, there are 15 machines and lots You're of available. Oh, yeah. it was. He's like crazy, and he's yelled at people before, so I was like not afraid of it. And I was like, you know what? I'm normally the nice girl. I am fighting back. I'm not taking this today. And it feels, does he have his like name inscribed on the machine or something? Like, why does he think this is his? If he did, I couldn't find it. And it, it was such like a ridiculous situation. And I just had fun with it because I was like, oh, no, I'm going all I'm committing to this fight right now. And this is oh, going to yeah. be awesome. And you know, what? I felt so good after. You know, so. it does. It does. <laughs> but yeah, That's no, the hormones. Sister... Oh, I, I, it's crazy. Yeah. I That's used to be my... like, uh, I don't know if I believe in that stuff. And then this week happened oh, and I was strong. like, I feel like, you know how Beyonce has Sasha Fierce, like her alter ego on stage. I feel oh. like I'm developing a pregnancy alter ego where there's a side oh. of me like normal me is pretty rational, pretty chill. Yep. Pregnant me, I'm starting to think. Has a little, has a little crazy in her and I'm just going to let it happen. So it's just, it's normal. That's how my sister knew she was pregnant with her last little boy is she had so much road rage one day, like uncommon for her. She is a very chill, nice, patient human, but it was just like ridiculous road rage. I mean, she didn't get out and beat up anyone, but she was just so mad at everyone. And she took a pregnancy test that night and sure enough, she was pregnant. That's hilarious. (laughs) <laughs> All right, so it's not no. just me. <laughs> I love it. It's that time. Let's take a moment to learn about today's sponsor. In honor of this being the fifth episode of What's New With You Week, here are five quick reasons to go buy a pair of Aftershocks wireless headphones. Number one, they're wireless. No cords, no wires, nothing annoying to untangle every time you want to run. Number two, They're so comfortable. They wrap around the back of your head, they rest on top of your ears, and you can wear them for hours without even noticing they're there. Number three, they're the safest way to wear headphones because you're not putting them directly in your ears. You can still hear what's going on around you. Number four, they can withstand your sweat. Unlike cheap, not made to last headphones, Aftershocks are made for working out. And number five, because you have a discount code. Go to ontherun.aftershocks.com for $55 off your Aftershocks Trex Air or Trex Titanium wireless headphone bundle, which includes a branded shoe bag, sport belt, and water bottle. Now let's get back to Miss Janae Barron. 
All right. Well, I am so happy you're back to feeling good, back on the run. Yes. I want to yes. talk about running now. So it's, awesome. you know, it's been a handful of months. You're running yep. again. What are your race goals and race plans right now? So I think I have a half marathon this month. We're not quite sure. So I'm working with Mary. Um, it's a marathon on Instagram and I'm working with her and we're just kind of trying to figure out my race schedule. I was planning on doing St. George for sure, but now we're not so sure about that. Just, she is brilliant obviously and has this idea of like, I've done St. George marathon a bunch of times and at much faster times in my life, you know, when I've had a lot more time to train and, um, didn't just have a baby. And so she's wanting me to try a new course this fall that I've never done before. So I'm not stuck at mile seven, like, Oh my goodness. In 2014, I ran, I was here, you know, way faster than I am now, or, you know, the comparison trap that we fall into, um, with our old selves and things like that. And so I think it's a really good idea to try to do a new race that I've never done before. This is a new chapter. Um, and kind of see where I am now rather than like something I've always done, but we're not sure yet which marathon and maybe it will still be St. George. We're not sure, but that's kind of what we're leaning towards right now. I like Uh, that. And so that's interesting. So Mary, her, um, she is the creator of run, lift, perform. I absolutely adore her. Tell me about your decision to work with Mary. And I want to know more about her approach because most coaches, you go to them and you say, this is my goal race. And they give you a training plan and you work toward it. It sounds like what you two are doing is, is like total teamwork. So I'm curious about why you wanted to work with Mary and what her approach has been with you. You know, I, really fell in love with Mary because obviously you fall in love with people over Instagram. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I just like, I'd followed her for a while and I just loved her dedication to the sport, but also the fact she was, she seemed so balanced to me. And that was, that's my, been my goal since, um, with this new training cycle in previous training cycles, I feel like I've kind of gotten a little out, out of balance with, um, where I'm putting running and things like that. And I just felt like Mary, um, could help me stay on in balance of like what matters right now. Um, running's important, but it's not everything. Obviously there's a lot of other things going on. Um, and I loved watching her come back from her injury. And I felt like she had like a really serious injury for a while there. And I felt like that would, she would be able to help me come back strong, just like she has with her injury. Um, but with me with pregnancy and things like that. And so I look up to her with how she's handled that and dealt with all of that. Um, watching different, uh, friends of mine on her training plans. I loved her workouts and things that she was giving them. They looked so fresh and new to me, things I've never tried before. Um, I just, I loved her coaching philosophy and yeah, she's been a really great person for me to like get out of my comfort zone because I'm so set in certain things like the St. George marathon. That's my marathon. I do that. And to even just be thinking about doing something else, it's been kind of fun and exciting to think, okay, I'm just going to hand you the reins. And like, I obviously have a lot of control too, but like, I'm just excited to see where she can take me. So that's kind of where I came from. And, and also her motivation to get me lifting, um, and lifting heavier and getting stronger because I've done all the other things. I've never done the lifting part and we're just going to start, um, introducing that now, Um, Now that Sky's a little bit older, I can leave for a little bit longer. Those first few months, it was like, I've got 65 minutes. That's (laughs) it. (laughs) I got to be back and things like that. So now she's getting older and I can 
um, I'm going to start incorporating the lifting heavy and, and doing the right exercises for running and things like that. So. Yay. Oh, that'll be fun to follow. Um, You also, the last time we talked, we talked about that elusive sub three marathon goal. Is that still something we're working toward? Oh, that's my dream. Yeah. Oh, I'll get that. That's like going to happen this life, but um, it's, it's not going to happen this fall. Okay. Unless, Somehow I like can get some wheels in my shoes or something. <laughs> and like, I don't know. But I'm just I'm not putting that on my um on my list right now. But next spring we're also gonna be working towards a marathon. I'm thinking um mountains to beach. Ooh. Um I don't know if you've heard about that one. Yeah. It's in California. That's kind of my goal right now. Um, where I'm thinking that it might happen there. But I'm also trying really hard to not focus too much on the numbers and more on like the effort. And um, I think when I get obsessed with the numbers, it kind of messes with my brain a little. So I just want to work hard and do all the work. And she knows my goals and just trust her training and um, see where it takes me. And do you have any advice? Because I can be the same way. I, a couple weeks ago, was like, you know what? I'm running and it's amazing that I'm still running. But yeah. like I'm looking at my watch and I know I shouldn't care, but it's also bumming me out and I didn't totally. want to feel that way. So I like I don't even know where my Garmin is right now. I like oh, I love that. threw it somewhere and I and so now when I run, I'm sure my run is really like a walk, but I enjoy it so yep. much. So do you have oh, any yep. tips or tricks for learning to let go of the numbers? What do you do to kind of put that behind you? Um, So something I said a second ago of just like, you're in a new chapter. Like, Allie, you're in a new chapter right now. This is not a chapter three years ago, five years ago, 10 months ago. This is like your chapter now. And so those numbers have nothing to do with the past numbers or anything. So that's where you are now. And I love that you, you know, you're running without the Garmin right now. Awesome. Like, you're moving your body. That, like, I'm clapping. You know what I mean? That's hard. <laughs> that is hard work. Um, and, you know, people will put tape over the numbers so they – you know, cause it's so fun to like see all your splits after a run. Mm-hmm. Um, but having that tape over it, I think helps a lot of people because then they're not like staring at it and they're running based off of effort more. And I think they end up surprising themselves with that type of running. But yeah, I think, um, and maybe, maybe it's like take a break from social media. If that's, if numbers are really, um, a hard thing for you right now, maybe take a break from following you know, take a break from following different fast runners or whatever. You know what I mean? If you're comparing yourself too much, like take a break from social media. That's, I shouldn't be saying that. I guess that's our job, but no, I am all (laughs) for that. Go Mm -hmm. for it. Like I've done that plenty of times, um, for different reasons, not just running, but for different reasons where it's like, you know what? I need a little break. I need a breather just to like get reset and, and things like that. Yeah. No, I totally get that. A couple days ago, someone sent me, um, you know how you can like send people's Insta stories to other people through Instagram. Someone sent me one of this woman who she's the exact, she's just as far along as I am, or she might be like a week further. So like if I'm 23 weeks, she's like 24 weeks. And she has run like thousands of miles in her pregnancy already. She's running like 10 miles a day. And my friend sent it to me and was like, oh my God, have you seen this? This is amazing. And yep. I know that it was so well and like it was well intentioned. Totally. But I was like, yeah, I'm good. Like that's not totally. motivating me right now. Like good for her. Totally good for her. That's amazing. That's great. Wonderful. Nothing having to do with her. But I was like, 
I don't need that right now. Like, no, that's not no. for me. So yeah, I'm all about the social media responsibility. Totally. That, and that's the thing. Like, it's not, it's not her fault. No. Like at all. Like she's, she's awesome, doing great. Right? Yeah. But like, sometimes we just need like a little, like I remember I had, after I had Sky, it was the middle of the night. I was exhausted and just so tired and I was feeding her and I was scrolling through and a friend of mine was in Hawaii or something and it's so cold here. And I was thinking in my brain, oh my goodness, I wish I was in Hawaii. Like, oh, she's having the time of her life and I'm exhausted and so cold. And then I was like, okay, Janae, time out. Like you are holding this baby that you've prayed for for years and years. Like I did not think I was going to be able to have it get another little baby. And you're doing like exactly what you've prayed for for years and years. <laughs> like clearly you need to take a little break from social media because you, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. sometimes you just need to like realize what you have now and it's like the best ever. Um, and that was really helpful for me. Yeah. <laughs> little breaks every now and then. <laughs> I'm all for it. And speaking of what you have now, so Sky, not yet running, but I'm sure not that's yet. right around the corner. But Brooke, yes. who we obviously met earlier on the show, oh, she yeah. is quite the little runner. Right. Oh, I my know. goodness. She's, she's pretty intense about it, too. I mean, a few, like, uh, 30 seconds into the race, she forgot to start her Garmin. <laughs> And that was a little upsetting for her. Oh, so no. she stopped and pushed start. And um, because she wanted to get, you know, <laughs> clearly her mom's a great example. I was going to say. <laughs> so <who> many ways. <laughs> Uh-oh, I'm doing something wrong. Um, but anyways, she ran strong and it got hot. And so we walked during, you know, the sunny parts. And then we'd run during the shade. And she finished really strong. She had a great kick. And yeah, it's. I mean, I hope she's a runner eventually. But it's been fun putting her in different things. We, we've done gymnastics and swimming and soccer and she likes all these things, but she kind of wants to keep trying new things. So we're trying horseback riding lessons. It's, so it's been fun to like seek out her passions, you know, cause it takes a while to figure out what you, what really drives you. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've loved this process, but Sky has, we have um, been on a jogging stroller run together and that's been that was really fun for me we've only done one I don't know why only one but that's kind of how oh because usually I go really early in the morning so she's not usually awake (laughs) um but yeah it was really fun to do that so are you gonna do jogging stroller oh yeah I mean I hope so good yeah oh awesome it's fun I mean it's hard because you're adding a little weight there but that's how you get so strong I know right And and you just pack it lots of toys and food for them and you're set. Yeah. And Brooke is, is Brooke six or five? She turned six in about a month. Okay. And how long was the race that she did? It was one K. So it was point, I think that's Mm 0.62 miles. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And tell me about getting her running. Is it something that she, did she say like, mom, I want to do a race or did you come to her with the idea? How did that work out? So I've told her about different kids races and she's like, sometimes she's like, oh, cool. And then sometimes she's like, oh, I want to do it or, you know, things like that. So I just kind of let her choose. I'm the one that tells her about them. Mm -hmm. Um, After the race, though, I will tell you, they handed out little flyers on your car that listed like all the other races that this or that a specific company does. Um, And Brooke was looking at it, choosing which one she wants to do next. Without, I didn't say a word. She was just like, oh, I want to do the Halloween one. And I was like, okay. So she's just like us. Like, you finish, you're like, I'm never doing yep. that again. 
five <laughs> minutes later, you're on the website looking around. What can you do next? She she did that, but with a flyer instead. So, that is so cute. I love yeah, it. Starts young. <laughs> Amazing. All right, and give me an update on Andrew. Where is he at with school and rotations and sort of what is where is he at right now? So he's been in the NICU, oh. and that's been really interesting for him to come home to like sky's getting bigger, you know? So to be working with these, you know, one and a half pound babies, two and two pound babies, um, coming home to sky, he's like, wow, she's, she's ginormous. Yeah. <laughs> she's huge. But yeah, so he's doing that. Um, NICU isn't his like, uh, passion. That's probably not the direction he's going to go into, but, um, he's, I think he has two more rotations before he's done. So he finishes in February and then, He'll start working at hopefully a hospital by, I almost called it hopstable because that's what our kids call it. Oh, <laughs> so, so close. Sometimes their language gets like back on me. <laughs> so yes, hospital. Um, he'll, he'll be working at a hospital by us and then he'll, um, he'll start his master's program, which will take it about a year and then nurse practitioner school. So um, he's going to be busy the next three, four years with all of that. But he loves it. That's, you know, that's the difference. Being busy with something you don't love is kind of hard. But when you're doing like your passion, he's, he's great. You know, he's doing good. So, and which does he know yet, which specialty he's most into? He's not sure yet. Like he's gone back and forth. Um, there's a few that he's sure he isn't. Um, psych ward was a little bit hard for him. Just he's done, he was in the mental health field for a long time. Um, and I think he got burnt out. You know, he was working at a in-house like treatment facility and he got a little burnt out on that. Um, and so he's, he's kind of not wanting to go that direction. NICU's not, you know, for him really, um, I forgot what other ones, uh, post-op. He loves that, that kind of stuff. So he's just kind of going back and forth on a few things, but he's got time to figure it out. So, but yeah, he's doing really well and well, he's doing our um, bathroom floors this week. So I'm really excited about that. <laughs> Amazing. Well, and good for him. That. <laughs> that is a lot of dedication. That is a lot of school. I give him so much credit and everyone in the medical field, they go through so much to be able to take care of other people. So power to him. Well, and him like, deciding to make a change like a little bit later on. I mean, not that he was that much older, but he was in, you know, different professions for a while and then to decide, you know what, like there's more, there's something else that I want to do. And for him to take that risk, you know, like so many people do, but I'm really proud of him for going for what he, he really wants, you know? That's awesome. What was he doing before? So he was in the mental health field for a while. And then oh, when oh, I oh, got it. Yep, he was doing that. Um, and then when I met him, he was in sales and he was doing really great there, but it just wasn't for him. Um, there's a lot of tech companies around here now. It's kind of a lot are moving here from California. So he was in in that world and it just wasn't it wasn't for him. So so yeah. Good for him. And how old was he when he decided he wanted to get into the medical field? So he was twenty eight. Good for him. So, yeah, not too old, but I mean at that point, you know, yeah, it's like in the getting set. Yeah, exactly. In the grand scheme of things, that's so young. But when yeah. we're 28, we think like, oh, my God, I can't make a change now. It seems like impossible. So Absolutely. good for Especially him. Especially one that takes, you know, five, yeah. six years of schooling to get to. So. So, yeah. He's really awesome. excited. Yay. All right. Well, speaking of that, speaking of excitement, yes. when you look at your life right now, what are you yes. most excited about? 
what am I most, well, 4th of July. I know this is probably going <laughs> to come out. I love the 4th of July so much. So we've got a lot about, um, just, you know, the, the day to day, uh, kids stuff is really fun for me. I really enjoy that. And so that's kind of what's on our radar right now. We might go somewhere fun for Christmas this year because we don't have the big kids. They're going to be with their other parents on Christmas. So we're like, let's go somewhere. So we're trying to figure out like a really cool place to go. And we'll okay. take Sky. I have She's a great so- idea. Okay, New York. Weehawk in New Jersey. Great. Done. <laughs> it's lovely that time of year. You, It's so close to Rockefeller Center. I'm just going to put that on your radar. You have a place to Done. stay. Just saying. Done. Okay, we're there. Awesome. Come in like the fall or spring. Come come out for the marathon. Come out and watch the New York City Marathon. It's the best. I know. I wish I'd signed up for like New York or Chicago or something, but I didn't this year. And so that would have been so fun because New York's like my favorite. It's such an amazing marathon. Agreed. But come out and watch. Like I love. Yeah. Oh, seriously. New York is like the best for spectating too. So yeah. And I last year I spectated with your coach. I spectated with Mary, and we had the best time. And it was pouring rain, but we still had a great time. So, uh, what is with all this rain? I know. Um, <laughs> on major course days. <laughs> um, all right. So I know we've talked about we've talked about raising, we've talked about family, but yeah. big picture, what is next for Janae Barron? What is next? Um, I love my job, and so just continuing to grow that and um, work with awesome companies and more connections and things like that. Like I feel really lucky because I love my job. So, um, just continuing to work and keep these kids all alive (laughs) and happy and, uh, well adjusted. And I don't know, you know, run fast. That's the goal right there. Love it. Yeah. Yes. All right. And before I let you go, the new way we end this show is I need you to tell me three things that you love about yourself. Oh, three things I love about myself. So this has been, this has gotten easier for me because I've been really working on saying things out loud, positive things about myself in front of Brooke. Um, so that she's kind of picking up on like this body positivity and like, you know what I mean? And seeing, seeing that and her mom. So it's gotten easier over the years because I'm telling myself these things more often for Brooke's sake, but it's also helping me. But, um, something I love about myself is that I'm a really good friend. I love people and I love, um, building those relationships. Um, I'm a good businesswoman, even though blogging doesn't seem like a business sometimes to people, there's a lot of, um, interaction with companies and things like that. And, um, I've learned a lot of things over the years on, um, on that. And I am, let's see something else I love about myself. I love my smile. I smile Aww, a lot. I love your <laughs> smile too. So in elementary school, I got made fun of by a girl for smiling too much. Ew. So for a little while, I know, I even remember her name. I won't say her name, but it was really traumatic for me. But that's just been something I've always loved to do. I just, I enjoy smiling. So there we oh, go. Oh, <laughs> good. Well, I love your smile. And isn't it funny, man, the things that stick with us. I once got broken up with for being too silly. My first love broke up with me no. because he said I was too silly. No. So. You're joking. No. Well, you no. So sad. Lost out. I know. Time. And you know what? I am silly. And I always hope that I hope I'm silly forever. 
right? Oh, you you will be. Yeah. You will. <laughs> when we're, po- we're doing podcast episodes in like 50 years, it'll still be silly. <laughs> and I'll still be smiling. So there we go. Yay. <laughs> well, I'll be running. Well, it is always a treat having you on the show and Brooke, of course. And yes. I'm so glad that we got to do this and catch up and – I love your life and I love hearing more about it. Oh, thank you. You're the best. I love, I just am so excited for you. You're going to be the best mom. Thank you. (laughs) It's going to be awesome. I'm excited. (laughs) Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Alley on the Run shows. What's new with you week. We still have two episodes to go, so I will see you right back here tomorrow. Until then, find me on Instagram and Twitter at Alley on the Run one and on the Alley on the Run Facebook page. And thanks again to Aftershocks for sponsoring What's New With You Week. Go to ontherun.aftershocks.com to get $55 off your wireless headphone bundle. Now go make someone laugh and make yourself smile. And thanks for joining me on the run.